Some are a bit cheesed off, aren't they? Some prog fans at Stephen Wilson's new album because they feel that I suppose it's different to what they might expect. But then Stephen Wilson's never been static in prog aspic, has he? You know, all the work he does as a remastery, you know, the, the work he did with Opeth, the work that he does with um, with XTC. You know, XTC can be called a prog band, but of course a lot of bands can be called prog. If you open Prog Magazine, you'll see all sorts of claims for prog on the atmospheric side, on the pop side, on a bucolic side, on a folky side. Adds revenue, you see that. But what it does is it opens prog up to all sorts of things. So why shouldn't Stephen Wilson on the Future Bites, his new album, why shouldn't he do what he wants to do? It's all prog, isn't it? And what this generally is, is a 1980s electro pop album with quite a lot of 1980s iconic bands referenced in here. Personally, I love it. This is something totally different and something we wouldn't have expected from him, perhaps. Although we know that the unexpected is what he's right, is what he's good at and what he loves. But when you're looking at Self, which has got a great, chunky, almost motoric backing, squealing guitars, doubled voice with a slight lag just to make you a little bit unnerved, then what happens is that the chorus is 80s chart fodder. That is joyous if you like that kind of sound. And quickly then is moving on to King Ghost, which is like the Beloved's The Sun Rising. You know, he has that almost, he has a very, you know, his voice is very confessional, much like the Beloved on that album, on their Happiness album, which I happen to absolutely revere. And you've got odd moments of blossoming acid-type voices that, that, that they have on that, almost an incantation. It's great. There are big songs here too. Eminent Sleaze with an accompanying video which is all very neon in reds and blacks and all looks like a movie, very nicely shot. Has a glam electro clapping backing. And with with the female backing vocals, then a run around a pushy synth. The middle is a bit like when bands like Genesis, giant prog bands, try to sound a little bit funky. You know, with... They can't quite get there, but with sharp guitars as well. And he pushes that even further with the female backing on Personal Shopper. His own voice is a falsetto throughout, really. There's a drum machine with a scudding synth. but when And when it kicks in, it's quite blocky, mechanistic, quite 80s. The female backing vocals sound like Heaven 17, and there is very little wrong with that. You've also, on Follower, got a sort of later Gary Newman feel. 
as on the Berserker album, you know, when he bought some big guitars in there. Big beat, snaking synths, and then a huge scything guitar in there with a lovely bit of melody in the middle. This is beautiful. It's joyous. It's exciting. And he also adds a bit of bucolic Beatles-y, XTC-type airy stuff with 12 Things I Forgot right in the middle of the album. Brilliant. Confounding expectations. Doing what he wants to do. It is actually on point as well because the 80s are a reference point at the moment for so many bands. This goes, it dives head in. Headlong. Head first. And I love that. I love those 80s bands. I love Heaven 17. I love XTC. They're my favourite band. I love Gary Newman's stuff. Berserker's a bit dodgy. But it's nice to hear that kind of sound again. I even saw him on that tour, Gary Newman. Didn't look happy. But this album will make you happy. Only if you like this sound, though. There are no oases of prog, really. There are some harmonies that you think, that's a bit proggy. Old school proggy. But what is prog? Is it this? Is it pop? Is it folk? Is it yes? I'll tell you what this is. Five out of five. Oh, and something else it is. Brilliant. Don't let other people tell you it ain't. Ta-ta.